Welcome to the College Wealth Podcast, the ultimate financial guide to help you understand your financial stresses and how to build from it. Your lessons won't be in class and your projects can either save you or earn you money. We host episodes three times a week on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays to help you reach your financial freedom. Now let's get started with your host, Owen Parody. Hello, everyone. Hello, 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 and welcome back to episode six of the College Wealth Podcast, something that we're really having. We're starting to get into the groove of this here, so I'm really pumped to get this going. I am your host, Owen Parody, and I'm here with my co-host, William Boulet. How are you doing, William? Oh, it's wonderful. It's a beautiful day. <laughs> nice to be here. You know what? Especially the weather. Weather's starting to get a lot warmer. I, I was having a lot of car troubles because of how cold it is here in Canada. <laughs> well, I'm not looking forward to going back uh, uh, up north uh, too much. You know, the, the nice weather is a little, nice little break. But yeah, hey, what do you for want? sure. We yeah. signed up for it when we went uh, when we're Canadian. <laughs> yeah, being Canadian is one of those things that you automatically sign up with. That's right. The, the cold is a write-off. You're gonna you can't expect no cold there. It's ridiculous for sure. Anyway, so we're gonna start off here with episode six, kind of sort of like we're talking about in the last podcast. We were talking about, uh, you were going to bring out the fact that we were doing uh, monitoring your bank account, the importance of monitoring your bank account and how mm-hmm. often you should do it and the tr- tips and tricks on how to do it. We're going to go more in depth on some later episodes on how to use, uh, do these tricks. But right now we're just going to be doing a little bit of an oversight and overview of what this, uh, what this entails and the importance of it is. Right. So, I'm going to go in a little bit on statistics here. <laughs> I always seem to be starting with statistics, but it, hey, it, it sets, sets the, the ground. Tone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It sets the ground, which I love, honestly. Yeah. Yours always shocked me. <laughs> so I'm going to go and say it flat out. I'm going to ask you how many people do you think look at their, <laughs> how many people, the percentage of people look at their bank account on a daily basis? Uh, daily? Yeah, I'd say daily. Uh, I think the number's a little bit on the higher side on this statistic, <laughs> honestly. Well, but there's, there's this one guy at work that I know every lunchtime he checks it. Really? I doubt that's everyone. That He's like, that's my lunch. That's my lunch for me. <laughs> that's his uh, lunch. He looks at his bank account. That's like a yeah. habit for him. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it, he does like 25 minutes of checking his bank. Oh, and my like, God. Wow. Five minutes of eating like a, <laughs> like a hungry man or something. That, that's dedication. So he uh, so I I doubt he's the average. So I'm going to say something like 20 percent, maybe 20 percent check it daily. Well, it's a close guess, honestly. Uh, okay. But in all reality, it was actually more. And that's why I'm saying it's a little I don't think this is the amount of people in all reality. It's 36% of people look at their bank account on a daily basis. And this is, of course, uh, off of Lexington Law Report. Sounds so <laughs> it's got the word law in it, so we have to assume that it's Fair. Yeah, it's credible. <laughs> <laughs> Not dissing Lexington Law by any means here. But, but 36% sounds really high to me. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's I'm one in three 36%. people. No, like I'm a fair, like we're both financially savvy people and I don't look at my bank account every single day, maybe every second day, every third, if there, and of course with the statistics that they had, there wasn't every two to three days. It was once a day, once a week, once a month and more than a month. 
if there was the option for once every three days, I would probably go and say, yes, I would do that every two to three days when I look at my bank account. The, but that, the only way that I could see checking it every day is if I have multiple streams of income or even if I sell something daily. Then yeah, I that's a good point. Check on it, right? Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. That, that's actually a really good point, honestly. But I guess so, at that point also, I mean, if you're buying and selling, you're hoping that you have invoices and receipts at the same time. But yeah, and what are the odds of you know thirty six percent of people having multiple incomes? <laughs> if that is the measure that we need. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, with that being said, thirty six percent of them. So, what, just a little bit over one in three people in America. I say America, but I also uh, englobe Canada in here. A lot That's of me too. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the tendencies that Americans have, Canadians have as well. There's just more statistics and uh, in the United States compared to Canada. It's not like the USA is like 10 times bigger than Canada or anything like that there. Oh, it's not like that. It's not. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So that that's one of those things that I think is very interesting. So along with that, you have 20% of people who have a phobia, who have a phobia of looking at their bank account, which is interesting because at the same time, 24% of those people, or not 24% of that 20%, but 24% from the last study from Lexington Law stated that they look at their bank account once less than once a month. And I don't know myself, I, I feel like I'd be freaking out. Well, how do you make monthly payments without I, checking with <laughs> monthly? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, it's awesome to have automation nowadays. I really think it's great to have it automatically pulled. Like I have it set up for my cell phone, it automatically pulls out from my from my from my bank account. I don't even actually make a manual payment. It's just automatically done. You know, but, I used to have something like that until I switched credit card companies and now I gotta I gotta check daily. Oh uh, daily, okay. but you know. Yeah, time. yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it's just a convenience factor. But on the same side, you're losing sight of how often or what your bank account is, or if you can make that payment in general. Like yeah, it's, it's ridiculous in all reality in the grand scheme of things. But, but kind of like, oh, go ahead. Yeah, but it, uh, one of the nice aspects is, let's say for people like me, who's, it doesn't take the money right out of an account to pay yeah. the credit card, let's say, which is what I use mostly. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's different tools out there, like tracking softwares, like, uh, yeah. like Mint is the one that I use. Uh, free service. It also gives me reminders when my bills are due, which is amazing. For sure. Yeah. And that's probably one of the things that I'd probably go and talk about just very briefly, because at the same time, we're, we're in a position where we're, well, we have technology beside us here. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I have to recommend mint as well. We're going to go deeper in later episodes on the pros and cons of mint and all just of these softwares, because I know I don't really use mint myself. My own bank has a tracking software within it which I think is really cool. That's nice. Yeah, it is nice. And I actually really, really like it because every time I end up making a, pay, a payment or like an automatic payment or a purchase or anything like that, yep. the the web's not the website, but the platform itself will give me an automatic alert on my phone saying, hey, you made a payment of X amount of dollars to this location, which I think is very useful. True, and it can also categorize sort of your expenses, right? 
Yeah, exactly. And that's one of the things that I think is absolutely amazing about it is if I go on the app itself, it, they actually have their own app with it. And so I think it's really cool. It's not the actual bank account itself and it yep. tracks your monthly spending. It'll tell you how much you spend in a month. It'll tell you, yeah, like you said, a categorization of all your payments. And if one of them doesn't seem to make sense, like for some odd reason, McDonald's is in your auto uh, or auto or maintenance, you I can see. go and say McDonald's is not that it goes in this category and then it learns. And then for the next time you purchase McDonald's, it'll go into the fast food section and it'll oh, tell you how, yeah, it's really, really that, cool. I know that I had to watch out for the, for the bars and restaurant expense there. I, I know that when I was in school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that adds up quick. That adds up quick. And I think that's like, there's so many episode ideas that we have. I literally have a whiteboard of all the ideas that I have for upcoming episodes. We don't have anything concrete for next week. So it's going to be a bit of a surprise for next week. I think I, that I think we'll be able to see it first on the the College Wealth Ultimate Guide on Facebook, right? <laughs> yes, it's actually a really really good idea to bring up because yes, the Ultimate Guide for the College Wealth, yeah, <laughs> or the right way of saying it, College Wealth, the Ultimate Guide, the Ultimate f- Guide, right, right? The Ultimate Guide. It's on Facebook. It's our Facebook group that we just created. If you want to talk about finances or your progress to paying off your loans or saving up for school. Because this is for, of course, college. Yes. It is best to try. Uh, feel free to join the group. It's a motivational type of group. Again, don't start revealing absolutely everything. <laughs> we don't want. <laughs> we don't <laughs> want anything too personal or anything like that. There, but if you have any questions or you have any ideas like that, feel free to join the College Wealth, the Ultimate Guide group on Facebook. It's really, really cool and. Save a dime, nine ninety nine at a time, right? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's that's pretty cool. Pretty cool way of saying it. But yeah, so I guess going to go back a little bit to what we're talking about there. So looking at bank accounts, I know we're talking about a statistic of twenty percent of people have a fear of looking at their bank account, and I think that's really sad. And I mean, we all have. We all have different scenarios. And I remember seeing a statistic where I think it's something like 80% or 60, no, 60% of people wouldn't, could not afford a sudden $1,000 charge. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. Would not will have less than a thousand dollars. Wow. And within that 20, that 40%, 80% of them ha- wouldn't be able to have the $1,000 charge without having to worry or anything like that. Wow. That's so you're left with five to 10% of people who are actually in a financial, in some form of financial comfort. Right. And it's, and I think the largest thing with that is financial knowledge. Like a lot of people have that mindset. Oh, well I make, I'll make up a number. I make 25 or $3,000 a month. Mm -hmm. I make $3,000 a month. And okay, well, I have a car payment or my, my, my mortgage adds up to, adds up to $2,000. Okay. Well, I can actually sell my car and take on a car for $800 a month now. 
It's like, well, now, now you have $200 left over. Mm-hmm. And you also have other, like, I mean, this is an exaggerated scenario, of course. Yeah. But a lot of people end up overseeing what they, they have as expenses and they don't necessarily budget. And I think that's why it's so important to keep track of your bank account and your ins and outs. Right. And I think, you know, keeping track of your bank account is sort of, well, it's, it's checking out your cash flow, right? That's it. What goes in minus what comes out. And if you're always, if you always know what your cash flow is and you have a consistent sort of cash flow, you get the target yep. um, that goes into budgeting that goes into, you know, just get, getting yourself to, to live up to a goal of maybe saving up X amount by the end of the year. Right. Yeah. Um, oh no, I agree with that a hundred percent. You think about it. We are our own business. True. We we are our own business, and we're trying to go and grow ourselves. Of course, we want to keep the money for retirement, for savings, for anything like that. Of course, we want to have some fun in between that as well. But if you're spending more than you're making, you're not profitable. And as a business, unfortunately, a business if it's not profitable, at one point something has to give. That's a really good way of putting it. You yeah. person are not profitable if you spend more than what you make. That's good it. Way of looking at it. Yeah, and so yeah, I that's, I, I like that analogy myself. There, <laughs> I just came came up with it on the spot. Well, <laughs> I never heard it, but it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so unfortunately, when well, not for, it's just factual when a business goes and sell uh, buys their products or anything it's to try and make a profit but if you're selling at a loss or if you're not make you make a hundred thousand dollars a month and you're bringing in fifty thousand dollars uh you're sorry you're spending a hundred thousand dollars a month and you make fifty thousand dollars a month you're losing a lot of money there of course and if it continues you're gonna file you're gonna either close your business or file for bankruptcy so what do you think, why do you think that people might be, have a phobia of checking their bank account? Do you think it's, you know, they, they, they know what they that what, they know how it really is, or they subconsciously know what their spending's like, or? Uh, yeah, I think that's exactly it. I think a lot of people end up having a lot of fear of their bank account, ma- mainly due to the fact that they don't want to see their financial spending mm. and how much, how much they have in the bank account. Because if they know they only have $15 in the bank account, which is a reality for especially the students. And I mean, it's not dissing students because a lot of students aren't working at that at the time yeah. when they're in school. But if you only have that, uh, that amount of cash in your bank account, that's not a nice feeling to know that you're going to have to live X amount of time with that cash unless you use your credit card or you find other ways to ask for money. Right. right. And I guess it's a sense of powerlessness. Mm. And it's really, really unfortunate here. And I, I, that's exactly kind of the reason why we're doing this podcast is so people can move on from uh, situ- or prevent situations like that and learn how to do things. We're not financial advisors to anyone who's saying that, who's wondering, neither of us are financial advisors. We're just people or guys who have business degrees. We're <laughs> it, interested, right? We're, we're interested. Yeah, we're fans of the financial industry. I am, I, well, 
I am in the financial industry myself, but I'm just not a accredited financial advisor. Of course. So all this is is just entertainment, right? <laughs> yeah, it, all of this <laughs> is all for entertainment purposes only. But and, I'm curious if there if there is someone who does who does have a phobia of checking their bank account. Yep. Um, you know, send us a message, or if you're open to sharing, share in the Facebook group, right? Yeah, that's uh, I'd true. Love, I'd love to get into this a little bit more, and you know, what is with this? Does does it have to do with um, the fear of having to take on the responsibility? Does it have a, a fear of you're in a rut and it's hard to get out of? I'm, I'm very curious. Yeah, no, I I totally get that as well. And I don't know, it's just, I guess it's a sense of instability. <laughs> a lot of people don't like instability. Right. And there's no comfort in knowing that you have no money. And oh, I think that's, not knowing. yeah, exactly, exactly. So if you have money in the bank account and you're within your means, you don't necessarily have that fear. But if you don't have that money, you know that that's not going to, you're going to have issues find, uh, paying for food, for electricity, for your home. Right. And so I guess that could be one of those things as well. And everyone has their own scenario. Of course. And it doesn't mean that the person that has less money is less important than the person that has money. Obviously. It's everyone has their own instances. And what builds people is what they make out of it later on. Mm -hmm. And And it's not just money too, right? No, not at all. No. We both recognize that it's, it, but obviously we're just talking about the money here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, that's just one component of a thousand things when it comes to life in general. Of course. I wonder one thing that might worry me though, with that, that, that phobia of checking your bank account is, does that transfer into fear of opening a bill, fear of opening hmm. mail in general? Yeah, that's a very good point. Fear That's, of signing for mail, you know, when you have to sign. That's how yeah. official documents come in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm I'm sure that has a, a part of it that it must that plays. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. So I one one way that I'm going to talk about very quickly, and I I know we spoke about it briefly on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It was just the. <laughs> the ever the endless cost of subscriptions when netflix came around for online subscriptions oh my gosh you it was it was i guess you could almost say revolutionary in a sense because netflix and a lot there was already subscription based products that came in the mail on a regular basis Mm -hmm. so netflix was already giving out cd like you were able to rent cds and movies from netflix in the early 2000s and same thing for anything in the mail. You can get regular magazines on a monthly basis. And it's really, it's nothing new. It's just now you have it on a virtual platform that you can't physically hold. And people lose sight of that. Well, that's, Very, that's interesting, right? Yeah. So you end up getting in a scenario where, all right, well, I have a subscription with Netflix. I have a subscription with Crave. I have a subscription with Amazon Prime. I have a subscription with Crunchyroll. I have, so there's a lot of these platforms that offer subscription-based products, or I should say services, not products, because you can't even see them at all. Yeah. And you lose track of it. And I know for a fact that a lot of a lot of platforms end up using these uh, using 
the first trial uh, to their advantage. <laughs> I know, I know, Netflix isn't the isn't the best example for this one, but larger based products like food and everything, HelloFresh, uh, Chef's Plate, uh, all these six free meals. Well, that's exactly how they do it. And I'm not, I'm not dissing these, uh, these companies at all whatsoever. It's just what I've seen for retention rate for these companies. They have very exorbitant fees when it comes to the product itself. Like it's expensive. I was just seeing one where they had a free promotion where it's uh, subscribe for six months. You can get a, a a speaker and then there's a cancellation fee, a cancellation fee. If you decide to cancel ahead of time and, you know, it's all these types of things. And yeah, yeah. It's tempting, but it, once I looked into it, I said, you know what? I don't know if this is worth the risk. It's and well, it's like you said, if you can hold off five days without purchasing it, uh, yeah, may, you know, and at the end of the five days, if you still, if you're not sure, well, don't buy it. Maybe you don't need it so much. Well, that's it. And like, just an example for me, I've seen it as well. I've seen the promotion for smoothies. I love smoothies. I, I drink a lot of smoothies. I have a protein shake almost every morning, uh, uh, but it's something I enjoy. And so they have a large variety of shakes and everything, and you can have it on a weekly or a monthly basis. And they had a promotion for, I think it was 70% off nice. on your first order. Wow, this is amazing. And I tried it out and it came up to $30. And for me, I was like, this is great because I know for a fact I'll use this. Sure. And I've already went through half of them and it wasn't too bad. But then when I actually dug deeper and I seen the full price just for 12 smoothies came up to around $85. Oh, no way. <laughs> so how is there? And this was of course, after I, well, this before the next week would come in. So for me, it was like, okay, this is not worth $85 to me right now. Yeah, maybe if it's like uh, 10 minute shipping and you get it like in front of you right now, you know, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So it really was something that I, I, I had to go on the site and cancel it. And I think that's another thing. Uh, PayPal is another deterrent to this. I'm not dissing PayPal. I feel like I'm saying this to the entire podcast. Oh, no, I know you're not dissing PayPal. You're also <laughs> but, not dissing uh, Chef's Plate. You're not dissing <laughs> Very no, respectful. No, they're awesome. They're awesome companies. And yeah, I'm saying PayPal because I have my PayPal account tied to my TD, okay. uh, the, the bank that I'm with. <laughs> the bank, for any American, that's a bank that I'm with. So, uh, But basically, what ends up happening is they end up, when I make a payment through PayPal, PayPal will go and take the money out of my bank account, but I will have a fee or not a PayPal fee, but I will, the payment will pull out, but under the PayPal name. So when I make a payment on whatever using PayPal, when I get that $20 taken out of my bank account, it'll say PayPal $20. So I don't necessarily know what I purchase. So you have to go a layer deeper if you want to find out what it really Yes. Is. So I got to go into PayPal and see what subscriptions I have and everything. And that's where it's very important to look at your bank accounts because yeah. I, I, I've had, and I'm sure you've had this as well. And I think, and I've seen it online. The main reason why people look at their, their bank accounts on a regular basis is to prevent fraud. 
Oh, right, right. Of course. So a lot of people don't end up, well, a lot of people actually end up looking at their bank account to prevent the fraud that they ha- uh, that they could potentially have. There's a lot of fraud that happens online mm. and that's the last thing you want to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> so, and of course, uh, a test payments that you think aren't right or anything like that. I've had it as well. I've almost dealt with fraud before and the bank, uh, most banks are very good with handling that information and they're just very useful for all of it altogether. You know, I've had great experience. I've been defrauded a couple times on a credit card, but yeah, they're, they're really credit card companies are amazing for that. It's, they're very quick. They're very, very quick. They're quick, quick investigation. And you know, you don't have to be involved too much. So, but you, you can't do that if you're already, if that payment came in two weeks, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, a month ago. Right. If it, if you wait too long, it's going to be harder and harder to, to save you from that cash. Yeah. And but, therefore the importance of checking your bank account more frequently. Yeah, exactly. I have to agree with that a hundred percent. And on that note, I think we're gonna end the episode. It's a great finish, I think. Yeah, I think you ended up you ended it on such a good note there. Alley oop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I yeah, so we're gonna end it here. We're gonna be continuing on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday basis with our episodes. I don't know exactly yet. I need to figure out a, a routine for all of this here for our plans and our ideas or topics, but. With that being said, we're going to say, everyone have yourself a wonderful day, and we'll see you at episode seven. Peace. Beautiful weekend, guys. (laughs) Yes, wonderful weekend. Thanks for having me. No problem. Peace. Peace. This has been your daily dose of motivation with the College Wealth Podcast. If you enjoy the show, make sure to leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. It would be greatly appreciated. Thank you for listening, and until the next episode.